The following program contains elements of programming that are previously recorded and may appear as live. Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by 8 Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella. Well, welcome back to another edition of Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. How are you? Welcome to the show. My name is Steve Tiber, hanging out with my dear friend, Mr. Mike Fiella, is in the house. Yes, sir. I am in the house with my good buddy, good <laughs> friend, and I'm just looking forward to this morning. Hey, I had some tears of joy this morning. Uh-oh. I'm telling you, I was I was watching the uh, Eight Days of Hope volunteers make a difference. Oh, a new video. Yeah, and, and I'm watching, and I'm thinking, it, it, and I know this, we say this every week, but now I'm really being hit like it was the first time almost. Oh. There's volunteers from all over this country, young, old, every background, uh, race, uh, denomination. And I'm in tears going, God, look what you did. Amen. Look what you're doing. So it's, I'm excited this morning. Oh, 45,000 volunteers have traveled the country with Eight Days of Hope as we help out families rebuild their homes, restart their lives after a natural disaster. And Mike, that video you just referenced to, we are going to release publicly on December 2nd. Okay. Um, we're having a very unique night on December 2nd at 8 p.m. Eastern mm-hmm. in the evening, 7 p.m. Central on our website, YouTube channel, Facebook page, uh, all the social media outlets, we are going to be releasing our year-end recap. However, we're also going to be announcing an expansion of the ministry. And that is going to be announced on December 2nd. Yeah, yeah, December 2nd. So mark your calendars, December 2nd, 8 p.m. in the evening. We're going to show you a year-end video. We're going to show you the video Mike just talked about where we talked to some of the volunteers who have served over the last couple of years with 8 Days Hope. Mike, it was an amazing time in Louisiana. We just left Hurricane Ida. Volunteers, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of volunteers came from 32 states and they helped out almost 200 families rebuild their homes and and tarp the roofs and take trees off their property. Mm. It was just an amazing outpouring of love. Now, did you get down there at all? I went down there multiple times. Now, I'd I'd go down for two or three days, but some of these volunteers, Mike, you know, I I know there was a handful of volunteers that like went for two, three weeks. Really? um, And then a couple that went down for two weeks, went home for two weeks, came back for two weeks. It, it It was an amazing time. And I tell you, we had an amazing partner church called Church of the King, Mike. And you know how important that is for us to work through the local church. Everything is done through the local church. That's our heartbeat. That's our target. That's where, how how else could it get done with a faith-based organization like Eight Days of Hope? And we leave, Mike. I mean, we just left Louisiana. You know, we were there pretty much within 36 hours. And after being there for almost eight eight weeks, oh my. that's a lot of time sleeping on an air mattress and a cot. <laughs> hey, and if you're just joining us, if you go to 8daysofhope.com, submit your email address, and anytime God opens up at the door for us to serve somebody in need, we've done 60 disasters now over the last 16 years, uh, you're invited. You can come. You have to be 18 on those type of outreaches because it's an active disaster site, but it's free. We provide food and lodging. You're going to meet some great friends, new friends from around the country. We're going to give you a couple good-looking shirts, and we're going to feed you really good. Nice. And, yes, go to the website. It's brand new, been revamped, yes. and uh, you, you can spend a good hour there just researching everything, and you'll get a good feel for what uh, what 8 Days of Hope is all about. And I believe, if you, while you're looking at it, that God's going to touch your heart and call you to do something 
There's something for everyone to do, from making sandwiches to, uh, you know, bringing trees down. That's I right. make the sandwiches. You <laughs> let somebody else bring the trees down. Yeah, right. But Mike's looking at me. Neither of us are bringing down any trees, <laughs> that's for sure. But uh, so thankful for our national partners. Uh, we're a very unique ministry. We have 14 national partners, and they cover our fixed cost. And what that means, if you have a business mind, is that everything it costs to operate your ministry or your business, it's covered by our partners. And so today, if you want to help sow in to the ministry of Eight Days of Hope, 100% of your donation goes to the front lines. And Mike, you know, we, we spent a lot of time and money. We spent hundreds of thousands of dollars in Louisiana over the last seven weeks. And God provides all those funds. He does. And I was just talking to somebody the, the other day that that didn't know much about how Eight Days of Hope operates. And I was sharing with them a, a lot of a lot of statistics and facts. But that's the thing they said, you mean if I donate, everything goes to what I donated to, whether yeah. it's a safe house uh, project or, you know, Louisiana or whatever. I said, yes, because, you know, uh, of our fixed costs are Amen. covered. 7,600 families have had their homes rebuilt. And about a year and a half ago, Mike, we started a new arm of the ministry where we build safe houses for ministries who are providing a safe place for those rescued from mm. sex trafficking. Yes. So we help out after natural disasters and human disasters. And today, Mike, today yes. is day number one on our eighth project. We're in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. All right. And we've partnered with an organization called Worthwhile Wear. And today, Today's guest will be Dan Arm, mm. who is the executive director of of a Worthwhile Wear, and the team is in Philly. I think there's about 45 people today. Really? Just they're going to town on this facility. We're going to hear more about their ministry and what God is doing through Eight Days of Hope in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. But Dan M will be our guest here in just a moment. Can't wait to talk to him. Awesome, a lot going awesome. on, Mike. A lot oh, going come on. on. And there's more to, more is going to be happening, you know, every every day. We, you know, isn't it like you, you've said at the beginning of this pandemic, the beginning of, you know, you, we have to learn, I'm going to use your word again, pivot. You got to learn to listen to what the Lord is doing because he's not going to fail us. He's not going to let us down. He's always going to point us to the right direction. And I'm going to say that on, and and reiterate that December 2nd announcement because oh he's given us more to do Yes, as, as, as you listen to him. So make sure that you tune in. And, and the unique thing about our announcement on December 2nd, it's going to give a brand new opportunity for a whole new pool of volunteers to get involved. Yes, yes. Maybe maybe today you're listening and you're in your 60s and you don't feel comfortable getting on a ladder. You've never handled a tool. That's okay. You can still serve with us. We take a lot of less skilled people to the front lines during our natural disaster outreach. Now, in our safe houses, we're looking for skilled volunteers. These are handymen, handywomen, contractors, roofers, electricians, people who do drywall, paint, concrete work. Email us at safehouse at eightdaysofhope.com and let us know that you are interested in learning more about that arm of the ministry. And about 40 of those individuals today are in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, um, helping us to finish our eighth safe house in just, what, mm, 16, 18 sure, months, Mike. Sure. It's been amazing to watch that arm grow. But on December 2nd, again, okay. I guess this was my point. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm long-winded today again. Uh, on December 2nd, volunteers out there, potential volunteers, are going to hear about this new arm of the ministry. And again, uh, the, the nets are going to be widened for more people to join us awesome. uh, because of the opportunity. I can't wait. Can't well, wait. 
Let me let me back up just a little bit. Now you're not long winded today, but I do have a question. When you said over sixty, and you might not want to get on the ladder, why were you looking at me like like that's you or something, Mike? We live we're we're in the same boat, brother. We're 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 in the same boat. Now I know that you can do some things. You sell yourself short because you know you got a couple properties up here in in Western New York that you sure. kind of help uh, you know manage and try to save some dollars here and there by using your hands. So sure. you do more than just drum a guitar yeah i do i i i've been learning you know but <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> you have been learning i've been uh but yeah so excited today uh so much going on with the ministry of eight days of hope you know we've been looking at uh back at this year mike and we're about to take a break so we can bring dan on but just to think about the places eight days of hope has been this year kentucky Tennessee, yes. Iowa, New York, Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, uh, South Dakota, oh. and now Pennsylvania. Yeah. It's every these doors keep opening, Mike. Mm. And this is during still a pandemic, yes. and volunteers are coming out. Yeah. Now we are doing following all the rules and getting things done right. But folks are coming out. They're yeah, coming out to serve it. and love, and, love and be a part of it. Isn't that amazing? It is amazing. Hey, go to the website and watch the uh, the video there that is on our landing page. Or you can go to our YouTube channel. Mike, we have a YouTube channel, and we have bunches of videos uh, of families that we just talk to. And mm-hmm. there's no Steve or Mike on the film. It's just the families that we, we serve. And when you hear some of the heartbeats of the families yes. that, are, that are served by the 80s Hope Volunteers, man, it really warms your heart. Go to the website, 8daysofhope.com, and you'll uh, you'll get everything that Steve just and I have been talking about, and your heart shall be touched. And I'm sure you're going to want to, you know, click on the, um, you know, how you can get involved, because there's a get involved tag there also. Amen. So, um, yeah, get involved. I like that. Get mm-hmm. involved. Yes, 8daysofhope.com. Now, um, donations, just to wrap this up, because we, we're going to go to break here in a second. If you don't feel comfortable giving online, and there's there's a group of people that just they still want to write a check. Sure. We will cash your checks. <laughs> I promise you. So you can mail that to P.O. Box 3208-3208, Tupelo, Mississippi, 38803. And that address is on our website and also on our Facebook page. Father, we thank you for an opportunity to yes. come together as believers. Mm-hmm. Lord, I just pray that today somebody driving down the road in Kentucky or in Louisiana, or Father, in upstate New York. They're hearing a, and feeling a tug of their heart. That's right. And Father, I just pray that you would stir the hearts of saints mm. who are just sitting on the sidelines and watching life go by, gifted by you, but not using those gifts mm. for your kingdom. And Father, mm. I pray today, even if it's not eight days of hope, that this conversation, That's right. Father, that we're about to have with Dan will stir somebody's heart so they will get off the sideline mm. and make a difference. Not because of us, Father. I mean, who are we? But because of you. Mm-hmm. Father, we just thank you for this opportunity to share what you're doing in Philadelphia this week. And Father, we just thank you for an opportunity to share your hope, your love, your joy. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Get involved. Come on. I love it. As Mike grabs for his coffee. Yes. <laughs> I like it, man. Yes. I like it. Thank you for joining us. We are so thankful that you've joined another broadcast of Hope Reigns. Um, we are excited uh, to be with you today. If you want to listen to some past broadcast, you can do that on our new website at 8dayshope.com. Just look for the media tab and you can go back and listen to some other broadcast as well. But hey, when we come back, we're going to be talking to a gentleman who leads a ministry in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, where today volunteers with Eight Days of Hope is renovating for free to provide a safe place for those 
rescued from sex trafficking. It's real. It's the fastest growing crime in the world. And when we come back, we're going to be talking to him. Hey, thank you for joining us. You listen to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope thanks Provia for their support. Provia is a manufacturer of residential exterior building products. Provia combines automation with human craftsmanship in creating their doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. More information about the variety of products is available at Provia.com. That's P-R-O-V-I-A.com. Here's Steve Tiber, president of Eight Days of Hope. The fastest growing crime in America and across the world is sex trafficking. We're talking about millions of lives, even children. Did you know the average age of a child who's trafficked in America is 12 years old? Eight Days of Hope has decided to be a part of the solution with the body of Christ around the country. It's amazing to think that there's 13,000 animal shelters in our country, and that's a good thing, but there's less than 1,000 safe places for people who've been rescued from sex trafficking to go to. I know it's not a fun subject to talk about, but God has called the church to take its blinders off and end this human tragedy. At 8 Days of Hope, we're going to partner with an existing ministry, and for 14 days, we'll bring skilled volunteer professionals to renovate, rebuild, or remodel facility so that more can be rescued and receive the emotional, physical, and spiritual help they need. For more information on how you can get involved with our Safe House construction ministry, please email us at safehouse at 8daysofhope.com or go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. broadcast of eight days of hope 200 cities today mike hearing the message of what god is doing through this ministry of eight days of hope it's been amazing 17 years but we couldn't do it without partners people Mm -hmm. who are like-minded and wanting and looking for ways to make a difference and our next guest mike um i've got a chance to know a little bit from an arm's length away we've had some conversations but dan emmer is the founder and the leader of a ministry called worthwhile wear they're based in the philadelphia pennsylvania market and had a chance to meet them i'm gonna say 12 15 months ago we just kicked around the what ifs. And, you know, that was when our safe house ministry started. Uh, the goal was to help ministries out there renovate, build, mm-hmm. remodel facility for sure. free mm-hmm. to help those who've been rescued from sex trafficking. The need is real, and he's making a big difference. And like you say, so God, and we're going to see this morning, is connecting the dots. He is. I love, mm. I love it, love it, love it. Uh, matter of fact, let's welcome in and out uh, Dan Emmer with Worthwhile We're How are you, my man? 
I'm doing well, and I'm happy to join you guys this morning. Thank you for taking some time. I know that the schedule got adjusted a little bit this morning. It's been an interesting morning out there if you're listening today. I know that sometimes in radio, things don't go perfect uh, because of us, because of me, right, Mike? No, Not no, us, it's all good. Of me anyway. um, so, Dan, you're in Philadelphia. Let's do this. Tell us a little bit about who Dan Emmer is and how you founded Worthwhile Wear. Yeah, I think it's always it's always good to know who you're talking to. I always share that with people. Um, my my upbringing is a little bit different. Um, I, I grew up in the Philadelphia area up until the age of 12, and then my parents set an amazing example by saying, you know, all the fun things we have, the dirt bikes, the swimming pool, the, the pond to go fishing in, they're all great, but they're not, not eternal, not really important. And they um, took me and my three older siblings to Ukraine, where I grew up from 12 to 18, um, came back to the States, got a career job, um, got married, had, you know, have two kids, um, career job that let my wife stay home and work, um, or stay home and, and just raise the kids while I worked, uh, at this engineering firm. Um, and then the Lord interrupted, uh, my life with a, a bigger calling, a bigger thing that was not, um, just, uh, fun and important, but also eternal. And so that's where kind of the story of worthwhile wear starts was, um, stepping away from that, that job that afforded us a house in Florida and a house in Pennsylvania to pursue something that, um, from the world's perspective, is not a great uh, business decision, you know, as far as uh, pursuing career paths, but it's one that I, I'd never look back and say um, I would do it any other way because God ultimately has the best plan for us. So, so that's that's me in a nutshell. Well, Dan, let me ask you, because you, uh, you said the Lord interrupted. Now, now you got a successful business going. you got some luxuries and some things that are, you know, just are comfortable. What is the dynamic? How does that play out when you say the Lord interrupted? You got a wife, you got to go home and say, guess what? Things are going to change tomorrow and, and, and children. So talk about that just a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. And I think for um, a lot of us, we, we have a narrative in our mind or we have this perception of what we think would be success, <laughs> yeah. what we think is what we, we would plan for ourselves. And so I very much was on that path. You know, I, I could, you know, have my, my fancy $4,000 carbon fiber bike to ride to work, close my office door, ignore my colleagues if I wanted to. Um, but it was, it was, uh, it was something where um, you have this, this idea of this is where I'm going in life. This is, this is what our culture tells us is success, to pursue that. And then God essentially uh, says, hey, I have something else for you. And so for me, it was when I learned about human trafficking, that was what I call the interruption. That was something when I learned about the, the idea and the understanding that others were being um, enslaved and exploited um, for someone else's gain. I, I was faced with the fact of now, what do I do with this information? Do I simply write a check to another organization, which is necessary, which is great, um, or do I do more? And so um, for me, that, that, that's what I mean by an interruption, is that it was something where I now had to make a decision. There was a, a why in the road, right? a fork in the road. I have to either go um, continue on as if I never heard um, and, and pursue my, my, you know, my narrative, or I see this fork in the road and say, this is now what God's calling me to. And, and I tell you guys, making that um, amazing business decision, right, to leave a paying career to no pay at all, <laughs> it's one that, you know, again, from the world's perspective, doesn't make sense. But that interruption is what we need to be 
listen for and be observant of. And that's that's what, um, as scary as it was, um, and yes, coming home and talking to my wife about it wasn't so abrupt. It was something where it was a little bit more discussion than just a one-day idea. Um, but yeah, it was seeking counsel and trying to understand um, what the Lord would have for me through this new calling that was uh, presented. Yeah. And having, again, my parents as an example was a great way to, to help me see uh, the importance of doing something like this. You got to see the smile, and I know you can't, on Steve's face because he's experienced, and I know it firsthand is almost identical to what you have just said in your transition too. But go ahead, yeah, Steve. Yeah, you know, leading a business, and it was it was a large one too, Dan. I mean, so you know, did the corporate thing, and and so I know exactly what you were going through. You know, when I sat mm-hmm. down with my wife Charmaine and say, "Hey, I, th- I think God is is redirecting our, our steps here," and you know, so I did it at age fifty five. I I know I'm quite a bit older than you are, but um, I was further down. I was in the seventh inning of my career and, and reached the goal of what I wanted to do in life and had a big boy title and a big boy paycheck. But Dan, speak to the listeners. And again, we're talking to Dan Emmer. He's the founder of Worthwhile Wear. And here today on Hope Reigns, we're talking about the partnership. We're renovating a home, more on that in a minute, to provide a safe place for those rescued from sex trafficking. Dan, when God stirred in your heart to leave the business world, to do ministry full-time, did have you ever like had second guessed yourself or thought, my gosh, what what did I just do? I man, what a stupid decision. I mean, have you ever been in that where you're alone driving down the road and 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 you're like, why did I do this? Um, yeah, absolutely. I think um, again for me, it was it was uh, there's many moments, and I think that's something where we we forget or we think that you know following god is it's it's not um rainbows and sunshine it's it's oftentimes it's doing work in dark places and it also means doing work that's not rewarded in the way that we're accustomed to right mm. so we say we're going to give that's up good. our you know we're going to we're going to give currency you know financial currency to support something and we maybe in our in our you know ideas or mind we think that we're going to get reimbursed from God in currency in the same form, but he reimburses in other ways. But so for me, there, there's been many times where um, I remember one day specifically where um, we had started, we'd sold our home in Florida, we'd sold our home in Pennsylvania, used all of our savings, we'd started our work in India. Um, and then I, I, I was sitting at the counter and I had a uh, the laptop open and I, and I took a screenshot of it because for the first time, and, and as a husband and as a, a father, I looked at my bank account and I took a screenshot because it was a zero. And, and that zero, as small as that number is, was so consuming and all-consuming to think, God, what what did you call me to do? What mess did I get myself into? Because now I don't have any, I don't have any collateral, no homes, no no vehicles, no savings, and yet I'm, I'm sitting here. And, and that story ends in such a powerful way um, because God showed up in that moment. And it's not to say that God will always provide with currency with with the the same thing but um that same day i saw god show up in in such a large way um and 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 helped me through that time of difficulty and that wasn't the only time it's it's happened time and time again and what what it does is it builds a relationship you know as as you know i have kids as they have a need they have to ask for um help in that need And, and what every time that that need um, occurs, and I can answer that need and provide, um, that relationship, the bond grows stronger. So yes, it's been challenging, but I would say through that all, I've seen that relationship with God get to a point where 
when I have nothing and I need, I know that he's going to provide and maybe in a different way, maybe not with currency, but with other means. And so um, the, the answer is yes, it's been challenging, but the other side of it is that relationship has grown stronger Amen. and I'm starting to understand, I'm starting to get used to, okay, the, the moments of not having isn't necessarily not having, it's just in the moment I might not have it Amen. in the world's eye, Amen. you know, the, the, you know, the, the numbers in the bank account. But God, God has continued to provide even through those challenging times. Yeah, I bet, Dan, you ate three meals yesterday and your car is getting you down the road, right? So some of these things that we all take for granted, um, we're still so blessed. Yeah. Hey, let, let's talk Absolutely. a little bit about worthwhile wear. So um, let's step back, and, and, and this, as we wrap up this first segment here in a couple minutes, tell the listeners about <laughs> worthwhile wear, what you guys do, and then maybe start the conversation of the need of what is being done here the next two weeks. Today's day number one. We'll be there for two weeks, eight days of hope, partnering with Worthwhile Wear. But let's start Worthwhile Wear. Um, What what do you all do and what's going on in Philadelphia? Yeah, absolutely. So the first question we often get is, why do you have the name Worthwhile Wear? That just doesn't make sense from a ministry doing the work you're doing. Well, we started about 10 years ago in in India because there's a great need in many developing countries. It's commonplace for for families to send the daughters to raise income to support the family. Well, in developing countries, they prey upon that, offer them real work, only to be lied, you know, lying to them, forcing them into the process. So we started by producing a worthwhile wear apparel. So that's a blank T-shirt. So we tell people, go promote your business, go talk to your screen printer, but at the same time, you can promote freedom by printing on worthwhile wear apparel. Um, but the reality is that trafficking isn't just in developing countries. It's where we live. It's here in the U.S. And so our response here was was a, a pretty much a, a three-pronged approach. And so we started first with, you know, um, we have meeting the need of a, of a survivor wherever she is in her journey. And we start by first reaching them through our Worth It program, which is an outreach program within the community. We work with women for up to nine weeks, connecting them to resources, hosting these Worth It chapters um, at different churches so they can build healthy relationships. And we spend time uh, observing or seeing trauma in their life and addressing that. Then when they graduate Worth It, they have the opportunity to, to apply to our long-term housing program, which is called The Well. Um, and that is up to two years they can stay there to really build a strong foundation. And that's so important uh, for them. And then while they're in the well program for those two years, they can then have employment for our worthwhile thrift stores. So women have, for the first time, started their savings account. They're saving money. And by the time they finish with us, we want them to have addressed trauma, uh, built healthy relationships in the community, and have a savings of about $10,000 when they leave us. And so all this has lent towards we have more and more referrals than we can accommodate. And so we have an opportunity to renovate a home in the town where women in our housing program can can live as well. And we're converting a parsonage. And, and partnership is a word you guys have said several times, and I love partnership. And this is, again, an opportunity where a local church um, said that we want to partner in a way, and they offered up their parsonage for a 30-year lease for probably the best lease you guys are going to hear for free. Um, so we have a 30-year lease <laughs> love it. Um, with this home, and we, we needed help with renovating. That's where Eight Days of Hope has stepped up in such a huge way and said, hey, we're going to take this uh, 12-bedroom home and convert it into three apartments for ladies in the well program. So we're so excited to be starting with you guys um, here shortly. So if you're listening today, thank you for joining us. Hope Reigns is a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. The number eight in the Bible means new beginnings, and for the next two weeks— 
Volunteers with Eight Days of Hope, these are skilled men and women who are gifted with their hands, have traveled from around the country to serve Worthwhile Wear in Philadelphia, Mike. Mm-hmm. And more information about Worthwhile Wear, go to worthwhilewear.org for more information. And we're, talk to, we're talking to Dan Emmer. He's the uh, founder and the leader of the ministry called Worthwhile Wear. Mike, just listening to what you've heard so far, you know, um, having a place for, for women who can stay for up to two years uh, at no charge. Uh, this is the fastest growing crime in the world. It's happening, to, to Dan's point, not just overseas in right. third world countries. This is happening in Batavia, New York. This is happening in right. Topeka, Kansas. This is just not Las Vegas and New York and or, or even Philadelphia. But don't you love the heartbeat of Dan leading that ministry? Well, absolutely. And when you're giving someone that has been rescued an opportunity to, to rebuild their lives, to have a job, to have something that, you know, maybe it was missing at the beginning that, that allowed them to be vulnerable to this. I mean, that's just, and to give up, again, I go back to my mind still spinning about the, the, the career that he had and, and the lifestyle, and to to see a zero <laughs> balance. Yeah, that'd, but, that'd but be then, humbling. Yeah, but then, humbling. The, but, the, but then to continue to press in for the cause, and the cause is to to rebuild lives that have been rescued from sex trafficking. So today, Dan, this Saturday, um, day number one, eight days of hope serving uh, worthwhile wear. The, um, I know that you've had a chance to meet Adam and, and I think Hannah, maybe Holly, Adam's wife, some of the other leaders. What were your first impressions uh, meeting the team uh, as they surveyed the property? Yeah, the, the team has been nothing but humble and, and gracious in every step so far. You know, with something like this, it's not um, it's not something where we just flip a switch, people show up and they start building. You know, it's a lot of prep work, a lot of uh, planning from both sides. And so we've really enjoyed um, connecting with them. They arrived a couple days early. Um, we sat down over lunch and just hearing their heart and, and why they're in this work. And, and even those on your team have shown sacrifice and commitment to to give up um, things in their own life to to pursue this with eight days of hope, and also the volunteers giving up you know two weeks of some of them giving up two weeks of vacation time, which I'd be hard pressed <laughs> to do that um, to come and do this. So sure. you know it's 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 really living out, it's putting into action what we've been called to do, and so that's what's so encouraging and so exciting to to work with um, like-minded folks like those at eight days of hope. Dan Emmer, the founder of Worthwhile Wear. Again, go to worthwhilewear.org. We're going to take a break, but when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about the project the next two weeks for those people out there who are saying, you know what, maybe this is something I should be a part of. We're looking for volunteers who are gifted with their hands. These are skilled uh, people who know how to do painting, electrical work, install windows. We're going to hear a little bit more about the project, but also want to hear a little bit more about the heartbeat of the ministry. So when we come back, we're going to talk to Dan Emmer, the founder of Worthwhile Wear. Again, go to worthwhilewear.org. And if you're interested in learning more about 8 Days of Hope, you can go to the website, 8daysofhope.com. Thank you for joining us. Steve Tiber with Mike Fiala. We'll be back in a minute. But you're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope. 8 Days of Hope is supported by a combination of donations from listeners and business partners like Provia. Provia is a manufacturer of residential doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. Provia is committed to serving their customers and sharing Christ in order to let our light shine before others so they may see our good works and give glory to our Father who is in heaven. More about Provia and their products at provia.com. 
Here's Steve Tiber, president of 8 Days of Hope. 8 Days of Hope exists to love and serve those in need. Over the past 15 years, over 40,000 volunteers have served over 7,000 families after natural disasters. We've also renovated and rebuilt facilities to bring hope and healing to those rescued from sex trafficking. At 8 Days of Hope, we travel coast to coast in the name of Jesus to minister to the brokenhearted. For more information, as always, please visit our website, 8daysofhope.com. 8 Days of Hope is now located in three different areas around the country. Our national headquarters is located in Tupelo, Mississippi. Our northeast satellite is in Buffalo, New York, and our Midwest satellite just opened up in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. God has provided three facilities for us to respond on a moment's notice to love and serve those in need. We would love to add additional monthly partners as we continue to grow. If you're interested in supporting 8 Days of Hope, please click on the Donate tab on our website at 8daysofhope.com. Please consider supporting 8 Days of Hope today. Could you fall so far? You should be ashamed of yourself. So I was ashamed of myself. The lies I believed. They got some roots that run deep. I let them take a hold of my life. I let them take control of my life. Standing in your presence, Lord, I can feel you digging all the roots up. Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Tasha Layton, look, looks what you look what you have done. That's the name of the song. I'm, I'm my see. I don't have my glasses today, Mike. So but, you got to like hold this back like 15 feet okay. for me to read. Anyways, uh, love Tasha Layton. Great, great song. Hey, thank you for joining us. Um, my name is Steve Tiber. I can't see worth a lick this morning, and you are. Uh, uh, yeah, I, my, I could tell you anything right now because you can't see that's me. Right, but Mike, I'm your friend. I'm Mike Fiella. You are my friend, a good friend as well. Hey, so much going on, Mike. December second, yes, 8 p.m. Eastern. 7 p.m. Central on our website, mm-hmm. on our Facebook page, on all of our social media sites. Yes. We are launching our year in review video, but we are also launching a brand new arm of the ministry for 2022. This will be the largest expansion of eight days of hope wow. in 17 years. Well, you know, can't wait. That statement can't has wait. changed my life. <laughs> the reason I'm saying that is because I've got more phone calls and people saying, <laughs> yeah. "Come on, Mike, give me some insight." Yeah. I can't. Cause I they, won't. They know you know, Mike. They know. <laughs> See, they they try to trick you. They bring candy to your door. They ring your doorbell. This is just one quick question. Uh, oh. uh, and sometimes they they act like they know. Well, people like, "Hey, oh, yeah. Steve, how's uh how's that uh?" Uh, that mm-hmm. store that you're opening on December 2nd looking. I'm like, what store? <laughs> ah, I knew it wasn't a store. Well, somebody took me out to a restaurant and I'm saying, I haven't seen you in a long time. What do you want? <laughs> oh, man. No, just kidding. December 2nd, mark your calendars. It is going to be a very unique way for you to get involved with 8 Days of Hope, especially if you don't pick up hammers. Um, 
you know, some people just don't like picking up a hammer. Or a chainsaw. Or, or a chain. Or, I'll or, do the or, hammer. Or, the chainsaw is, is a little tricky. Or but one of those. Uh, yeah. I hear it. <laughs> hey, let's get back to our guest, talking to Dan Emmer. Dan Emmer is the founder, executive director now of an organization called Worthwhile Wear. They're based in or around Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. This is the eighth safe house. Eight Days of Hope is renovating for free with Worthwhile Wear. And today, Dan, volunteers have come from around the country. Some of them are sleeping on air mattresses and cots. <laughs> but today they're installing windows. They're doing electrical work. Um, what is going to be done over the next two weeks at that home that is being renovated? Yeah, they, they have their work cut out for them. There's quite an array of things. Um, there's some final little um, cleanup and demo things that they have to do. They're going to be, like you said, just converting this shell of a home, um, this building, and, and taking it and converting it into three apartments. And so it's, the goal is to get us, you know, as much as we can possibly get done with this uh, large crew and, and work team so that we can make these apartments into to homes, into places for um, survivors that are in our community and, and also that are referred to us from other areas around the country. And so, yeah, we're, we're excited for all the work that's going to be done. You know, every every time I talk to a local contractor about the work being done, it's met with skepticism. And then I have your team members saying, no, 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 we're going to do it like we say we're going to do. And yeah. so it's been fun. I've been, I've been kind of um, challenging your team to say, hey, I have this contractor. He doesn't believe you can do what you're going to do. Let's prove them wrong. So, oh wow! You know, it's Mike. That, that, that your story, Dan, reminds me. We were in Houston. We were there for sixteen days. We did two eight-day trips back to back after Harvey, and two hundred and thirty-nine sets of kitchen cabinets were <laughs> measured, bought, shipped, and installed in sixteen days. Think about that, Dan. Two hundred thirty-nine <laughs> kitchens in sixteen days. So. Um, now I'm not saying your 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 project's a layup, but um, I think our, our team, they, Mike, you know, they get excited for these projects because I get it. It's big in Dan's eyes, it's big in a local sure. contractor, but these volunteer leaders, they've seen God move in some mighty well, ways, and, and it's so powerful. And for those standing on the outside looking in, they're scratching their heads and going, "How do they get this done <laughs> yeah. uh, in such excellence yeah. and so quick?" And it's done in excellence. So, Dan, they're going to be installing windows. What other things are they going to be doing at that home? Um, I mean, I know the answer, but I want you to communicate. Uh, I guess the, uh, the the all the different projects that'll be done the next fourteen days. Yeah, it's, it's quite a variety of projects. It's anywhere from, you know, starting with the window installs, there's going to be a lot of reframing, taking down, because we're converting a large 12-bedroom parsonage into three apartments. So existing walls need to come down, new walls need to be framed, um, completely all new electrical, all the old electrical uh, tube, and knob and tube uh, style electrical. Um, all the plumbing has already been removed, all the drain pipes removed, so all that has to be put back in. Um, and then um, putting in central air systems into each apartment. So those are going to be, you know, um, heating and cooling for these apartments because right now there's no systems in there. So it, it's quite an array, quite a, um, you know, a, a breadth of <laughs> skill sets needed. And we're, we're excited for it. We're, the goal is to get all the way to, you know, drywalling, flooring as well. So we're, we're um, you know, trying to be ambitious but also realistic. Um, um, but we, we know that there's a lot that's um, – the team's already chopping at the bits to get started on, so we're excited for that. <laughs> so I'm going to warn you, Dan, about a month ago, we were in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and they gave us a list of all the things they needed to have done. And I think it was day number five, I remember Adam and Hannah calling me and saying, hey, 
um, we need more things to do. And so already, Dan, I just, again, want to give you a heads up. I got a call from Hannah two days ago saying, hey, what kind of what color flooring do we have in our building? And if we got ahead of the schedule, I'm like, I love how you think, girl. Um, you, you go get them. So I know they're excited, chomping at the bit. And I know today it probably looks like a bunch of uh, – it might even look chaotic, but um, I know they're already at work um, diligently excited about the project. Uh, hey, and Dan, you're going to get a chance to meet my dad. My dad is coming on this trip. He's 84, I, Mike. Mm-hmm. Have you met him yet? I have not. I've heard I've heard <laughs> the, the opportunity is coming, and uh, I hear he's going to be laying some, some cinder block with us. And uh, and the, the joke has been uh, his age, right? Now, you just gave his age, but he, everyone says we don't know if he's 80 or 95. He says he's 60. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dan, so, I, 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 that's been great. Dan, I've roomed with uh, Steve's dad, and you're going to have a great experience. Oh, man. i tell you what, though, Dan. Don't stand around, because if you're at the project, you're not working. He will fire you, even though you're the founder. <laughs> you know, he, he's the kind of guy that flies in. He says, Steve, I love you. You know, We, we can pray later today, but where, where's the materials? Because I'm ready to go to work. <laughs> old school, old school. Dan, when you look at the project... When you look at the project that is about to get started and be done in the next 14 weeks, and you know that you hopefully can see some light at the end of the tunnel, what's going through your mind knowing that God is providing a facility that we use for those who've been rescued from trafficking? God is going to be you know, exalted. Um, people are going to be loved on emotionally, physically, and spiritually. What's going through your mind as you see this project starting to take shape? You know, what... what constantly the, these last several uh, weeks of just even planning too is, is uh, and seeming to, seeing it come to kind of a culmination here we're all coming together um, the, the common reoccurring theme in my mind is is the joy in seeing um, us putting into action what we've already been called to do and, and that really is is the partnership and seeing how um, one church has offered up a home. Another church nearby is providing shelter and care because they have they have a larger facility. Seeing Eight Days of Hope step in and say, "Hey, we want to volunteer," and and having suppliers say, "Hey, we want to donate materials wherever we can." You know, we've we've been called to do this work, and not just called. You know, the the most common verse I think that we commonly hear with justice and justice related topics is is Micah six eight, and it says, "He's shown you a mortal what is good, and what does the Lord?" require of you to act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. And and the key thing there is that this isn't something that God requests of us or hopes we'll do. It says very clearly He's required this of us. And so it brings me joy to see this culmination of God's children, His kids, saying, hey, let's all work together, because these individuals have been told that they are less than, but we're going to say, no, you're worthwhile, you, you are valued because you were created in the image of God, and for that reason, we are coming together for no other reason but to demonstrate what's already been demonstrated to us, that we are loved, that Amen. we've been shown grace, and that we, through that, have to show humility in, in acting out our justice. And, and by that, I mean, you know, these teams coming together and working hand-in-hand to to accomplish this work. So it brings joy to me to see us doing what we've been called to do, what's been put upon us as a requirement, and, and seeing it now in action. And so that's where I, I end up day in and day out. And I shared that with the team members. I said it's just, it, it, it truly is exciting to see this coming together um, at last. Well, Dan, we are all so excited for just 
just the foundation and how you operate your ministry. And, and I got a just curveball question. Anytime we interview someone that is fighting this fight, is there something, whether it's education, is there something we can do ahead of time? Wouldn't it be nice that you wouldn't have to do this because Amen. we didn't have this problem? Amen. Now, I know that's, that's, that, that's a crazy statement, but do you see anything can be done to educate or whatever has to be done that these ladies are not in this situation? What's your take on that? Yeah, that, that's a, a challenge that I think, unfortunately, we're always going to be facing um, because the reality is we live in a fallen world. Right. And okay. so what we see is, is um, you know, the, the reality is where many of these women, when they are, are forced into forced prostitution and forced into being used as a commodity, it's, it's stemming from um, sin, the sin nature of humans. And so there's a, a desire okay. for, um, for sex or lust. And so um, traffickers are, 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 in a sense, like business people. If there's a need, they want to fill that need. And so what we try to do is really provide education um, we, when we speak at schools and, and try to help people understand, like, this okay. is real, this is what's happening, and then these are things you can do to be careful um, on your own, but then also understanding that there's, there's many in this world um, in low-income areas and other areas, not even low-income. They can be um, from a high-class high area. Um, but the reality is people are looking for love and acceptance, and, and there's others that are preying upon that. So the biggest thing we can do is, is help um, women and young girls especially um, understand that they have value, that they have worth, and that um, there, yes. there are people that are willing to be there to hear them in those times where they, they need someone to listen to them and hear them out. So we, 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 yeah, just speaking at schools is a big thing and trying to have parents understand they need to have those open communications and being mindful of um, social media and, and all the, the, the lures that are there to draw young people in um, to be mindful of those things. And as best we can, you know, our, we want it to end. Our goal would be to not have to have this, this organization. We, our goal would be to not be doing this work. Um, but in the interim, we'll do what we can to, to provide restoration and work with others. That's great. That's great. Mike, I want to take a special moment and thank some of our national partners. Their donations to Eight Days of Hope allows us to do projects like these where we can do this work and not charge a penny. We're doing this for free, and we're going to partner with Worthwhile Where We'll be there the next two weeks. And I want to thank Renaissance Bank. They're a bank that's located in Mississippi, has branches in multiple states in the South. Uh, so thankful for the Renaissance Bank family coming alongside 80s of Hope, not only after natural disasters, but human disasters, like right now serving worthwhile wear to provide a safe, free place for those rescued from trafficking. That's real. It's the fastest growing crime in the world. I also want to give a shout out to Provia company that I used to help lead. Mm -hmm. They're based in Ohio. They make uh, windows and doors and vinyl siding and metal roofing and manufactured stone. In fact, Mike, uh, not only do I have those windows in my house, but this week those windows are being installed at Worthwhile Ware's house. Oh, my. So um, those are going to be, you're going to like those windows. I guarantee it, Dan. We're we're Uh, excited for them, yeah. Yeah, I bet you are. (laughs) We've talked enough about them. But hey, today, maybe God is stirring your heart. And there's, there's three things you can do today, and we got to wrap this segment up. But first of all, be praying for Dan, because I know personally when you lead a ministry, there's a target on your back, and the enemy tries to wear you out. I don't know I don't know about you, Dan, but in the last 6, 12 months, probably the last 12 months, I personally haven't felt the amount of attacks 
personally over the last 12 months that I had maybe the previous 16 years. You know, God, you know, the enemy sees God moving and it's it's got the enemy's attention. So uh, be praying for Dan and Worthwhile Wear. Be praying for the leaders of 8 Days Hope. Protect us. Protect our marriages. Protect our families. Protect yes, our health. Yes. Protect our minds. Keep us from falling, uh, making one stupid decision that leads us down a bad path. So mm. prayer. Second, volunteer. Maybe there's a way that you can volunteer with Worthwhile Wear. I know there's a way you can volunteer with Eight Days of Hope. But find an organization that's making a difference in trafficking in your neighborhood. And if you don't know anybody in your area, email us at safehouse at 8daysofhope.com, and we'll find a place for you to plug into. Thirdly, and this is pretty important as well, donate. Do you know that you can go to worthwhilewear.org today, right now, and give safely to the ministry uh, of Worthwhile Wear? So into that ministry. Support Dan and the team today. Mm-hmm. Normally we say, hey, give to 8 Days of Hope. Help us out. Today I want to encourage you, instead of making a donation 8 Days of Hope today, make a one-time donation. Give them $50. Give them $100. Give them $5. Give them $1,000. Go to, go to worthwhilewear.org and know that every dollar that you give is going to be helping in the fight against the enemy, against Satan and this thing called trafficking, which is horrific. Pray, volunteer, donate. Go to worthwhilewear.org. And again, our website is 8dayshope.com. Hey, Dan, before we let you go, how can we pray for you and in, in Worthwhile Wear? Um, not only over the next couple of weeks, but more importantly, over the next, you know, down the road here a little bit. Yeah, you know, prayer is um, something that sometimes I feel like we as, as, as believers might throw around as a, an afterthought or or something we're supposed to say, but the reality is, is prayer is so, Amen. so vital, so critical. Um, and so we, we covet it. We want it. We need it. <clears throat> Our prayer request is for, um, it's, it's several things. One is for the women in our care, those that are, are going to be in our care. You know, we, we serve um, usually 100 to 200 women a year uh, through our outreach and through our housing programs. And so we, we know that they are overcoming such significant trauma and, and, and trying to rebuild their own value in themselves is a long road, and they're faced with oftentimes addiction, uh, homelessness, broken relationships, so many other maladaptive behaviors that they need prayer because we see that that's how change truly happens. They oftentimes come to us um, even saying clearly, I hate God because of my situation, and I I can understand the reasoning for that. And so what we want is to to have a a relationship renewed uh, or started, and so we pray for that. We pray for our staff because you, as you just said, I mean, it feels at times that there is a target on our backs. And so we've experienced it time and time again where there's seasons of, of, of respite, of rest, but then there's seasons of, of utter, um, just uh, un, unrelenting, um, <laughs> getting beat up time and time again. And so we just want our prayer uh, prayer for strength uh, of our staff as well, and just that the Lord would continue to guide. Because our goal is we, we um, today, you know, we, we provide the most comprehensive services to survivors in the state of Pennsylvania. We are working to provide resources to other um, organizations around the country as well and, and trying to bolster this, this effort um, because we, we know the need is there. And so Amen. we just want prayer through all that. And um, yeah, and for safety for this team as, as they work with us these coming weeks. Great. 
Well, Dan, we're we're not going to let you go without praying. We're 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 the kind of guys that we you know we'll pray for you down the road. I know works for some, but sometimes we forget, especially when you get older, like Mike and I. But Mike, will you pray for Dan and some of those requests he just sure, gave us? Please? Absolutely, Father. We just stop at this moment. Uh, you've heard Dan's heart. You you know what you've called him to do, and he's answered that call. First, I pray for him, his wife, and his children, that you just put a hedge of protection around them yes, in every way in their marriage. And Lord, thank you for these uh, the heart and the passion that he has to, 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 to help these women and for the long road they have for recovery, for a staff that will, will be unified to get this work done. And God, thank you for providing all their needs physically, financially, spiritually. Lord, bring folks in like Eight Days of Hope and others that will just wrap themselves around the call on Dan's life and ministry that will help support and help things get to the level that is in all of our hearts that you placed in to see uh, human life being honored and Amen. dignity and these women being rescued. We thank you for doing it. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, Mike. Worthwhilewear.org. Worthwhilewear.org. If you get confused, just Google Worthwhilewear in Pennsylvania, and you'll find the site really quick. Dan, thank you so much. Dan Emmer, the founder, executive director of Worthwhilewear, for being with us today. Dan, I know that the team's excited. They're they're falling in love with you and your ministry uh, there in Pennsylvania. Uh, I'll see you next week, brother. Can't wait to to, to be around the team and, and see what God is doing. But, man, we love you. We appreciate you. Thank Thanks for hanging out today, today, and yeah. uh, again, we're excited to see how much work can be done the next 14 days. Yeah, awesome. Thank you guys so much. It's been great joining you. Mm-hmm. Dan Emmer, thank you, brother. Dan Emmer, the founder of an organization called Worth While Wear. Eight Days of Hope is partnered with him, Mike, the next 14 days doing free work okay. as we renovate a parsonage into a three-apartment facility that will be used by ladies for free while they get emotional, physical, spiritual support outside Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Mm. When you think about that, Mike, knowing that hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars will be done of free work done the next couple of weeks Mm. by volunteers. Some of them will be sleeping on air mattresses and in cots. Some will be in their RVs. Some people, maybe a local hotel, they're footing the bill, not Mm. us. But no one's being charged anything for this. That's right. Isn't it amazing how God is working, moving? You know, yes. And if you're out there listening to the program today, maybe you're maybe you're depressed about something, you're upset about something, something's just not going right. Think about focus and what you just heard today. God is at work. He's doing something fresh. He's doing something new. Think about those ladies that are being rescued. Think about a, a guy in a family that that took his whole career and his comfort to turn his life to serve somebody else. So maybe that's what God's calling you to do, to get involved with Eight Days of Hope. Go to the website and uh, get your name in the system and and, and volunteer, pray, donate, or go to Worthware. I'm going to say it right, Worthware. Worthwhilewear.org. I knew I wasn't going to try to tackle that today. I can't see. You can't talk. We're good, man. <laughs> you can't see. <laughs> Worthwhilewear.org. No, go ahead. But but the idea is 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 get involved. Amen. And and put your best foot forward because your life will change too once you start getting involved with these these causes. Your your whole life will change. You know, and I get it. Sometimes life is not easy. I mean, Mike, you and I, we we have kids. We you know we're getting older. You know, our marriages. We both are married for many decades. Um, sometimes life is challenging. But when we take our eyes off ourselves, that's it. That's and our problems and yeah. our challenges. Yes, that's it. And we look for ways 
to be used by the Holy Spirit, by mm-hmm. by God, the gifts He's given us. It, it will it will soften your heart. It will make some of those things that are pretty dramatic in your mind right smaller. You said it best. That's what I well, I don't know about saying say. it best, but no, you know, I know your heart. I mean, th- this is the heart of the 80s Hope Volunteers. Go to the website, 8daysofhope.com. Sign up for our email alerts. Whenever we go anywhere in the country, we've been in 14 different states this year, either feeding people, rebuilding homes, renovating uh, safe houses. We'll, we'll be coming to your area soon, I promise you. I know that next year, Ohio, Florida, Mississippi, um, we believe again, Louisiana, there's going to be plenty of opportunities for people to join us. Go to eightdayshope.com, sign up for our email alerts. We'll email you whenever God opens up the door for us yes. to serve. You can join us. It's free. We won't charge you a penny. I love free. Don't you? You, <laughs> you do. You do like free. I do. Every time you I do. hear you say free, I just go, yes. <laughs> December 2nd, mark your calendars, eight o'clock Eastern time on our website, Facebook page. We are going to produce... Um, and 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 play live, some recorded, uh, what God has done through 8 Days Open 2021. But as importantly, if not more importantly, we're going to be announcing a major expansion of the ministry of 8 Days Hope that might give you a chance to serve in ways you've always thought about serving. Um, maybe you're not great on a roof, or you're not a plumber, or you don't like picking up debris, uh, but maybe you can. Well, I can't tell you yet. That's December 2nd. I thought you were going to give that away. No, I almost did. <laughs> I know you you got to catch me on that. You got a big week ahead, man? You know, uh, yes, we do. There's just so much going on. Um, you know, is. when you think you got your plans and then all of a sudden you look at your to do list and you're to doing something else. <laughs> but uh, God's in control. We Amen. just yield to what, what, what we're supposed to be doing. I, at the end of the day, as long as we've got something that. A peace in our heart. God, do we do what we're supposed to do today? That's Amen. what it's all about. Amen. And live for today. If you're listening today, if if tomorrow comes, deal with it tomorrow. But today, this Saturday, take a look around you. Mm. God has blessed you. I, I get it. Life's tough. Pandemic. Health. Finances. Mm. I mean, it costs more for. I mean, I get it. <laughs> I mean, yes. right? Yes. We're all running the same race. But God hasn't changed. Yes, that's right. He is still the same God today. Mm. Come on as he was yesterday or a month ago when you were on the highest point of your mountain. Mm. I mean, I get it. I do. Lean on the Lord. He will get you through this season. I know that he will get Mike and I through our seasons as well. Thank you for joining us today. Mike, I pray that you have a great week as well. And you. Oh, my gosh. I know. I'm excited. I'll be in Philadelphia this week visiting with the team and Dan. And uh, we're shooting our year-end video there that will be playing on December 2nd. Awesome. So we're going to be doing that all this next week. You're going to wear be wearing an eight days of hope shirt, the the, I, the blue one or the uh, the jacket. I think I'm going to wear a black shirt. It makes me look skinnier, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> You're dressed in black today, and you look pretty good, brother. Well, that's because it, it does do something for the shape. <laughs> oh man, Father, we thank you for Dan. We thank you for yes. the listeners. We thank you for our partners, like our Savior's Church, Lord. What an amazing church in Louisiana. Bless. Pastor Jacob and the entire team down there. Father, be with mm-hmm. Covenant Church mm-hmm. in Dallas. Uh, Lord, I just thank you for New Point Community Church in Ohio, the chapel in Western New York, so many other partners. Father, for Barnes Crossing Auto Group, what a great partner, yes, Lord. Bless thank you, Lord. them and their business. Father, be with the volunteers serving the next two weeks in Philadelphia. Father, mm-hmm. I pray selfishly for travel mercies this week. Be with those who are in need right now because right. of natural disasters or human disasters. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Back to the coffee. I get it. Hey, thank you for joining us. We're going to be back next Saturday. 
same bat time, same bat channel. No, just kind of kidding. Hey, you've been listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Thanks for listening to Hope Reigns from 8 Days of Hope. Come back next week for more God-sized stories from across the country. To listen to this or a previous episode of Hope Reigns, please visit our show archive at 8daysofhope.com.